This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey beautiful lady, Janelle Hosking here. Welcome to episode 21 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. This week there was a wee celebration that is May 16th was my birthday and I turned 28 years old. It is so crazy when you have a birthday because on Monday when it was my birthday last week I was reflecting on my age and thinking back to when I was younger, maybe when I was in my early 20s, so maybe 21 or 22, and I would meet people who were 28. And I just had it in my head that, wow, you know, they're they're so put together. They they know everything that they're doing and, and the meaning of life. And now being that age myself, I think, holy crap, I had them on a pedestal and you should not do that to people because it does not matter how old you are, you've always got more to learn. So with that said, I thought it would be really interesting and hopefully valuable to you to share something that I wrote um, about some lessons that I have learned about life um, and just myself throughout the past, goodness, 28 years. Um, I actually did this when I was turning 25 And I thought that it would be really awesome three years on to reflect back. So we're going to start there. We're going to start back with this list I wrote back when I was 25. It was the uh, top 25 lessons that I had learned as a 25-year-old. And then I will share all 25 of those with you and um, give some thoughts if I have any, if any of those points have changed. Maybe they're not so important to me or maybe my view has changed. And I think that is beautiful because you can change your mind at any moment. And if you've been a listener, a listener, if you have been listening to this show since the start of 2022, you will know that I hands down believe you can change your mind at any moment. And that is okay. So I'm really excited to go through this list with you because I remember being 25 and writing this list of lessons learned. And I was thinking, man, I have got so much good advice here. I'm going to help so many people just with this one list. So let's get into it. The first thing that I had down was taking off your makeup before bed is always a good idea. You know what? That is a good idea. And I think that will always, 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 always be a good idea. The difference is when I was 25, I probably made more of an effort to wear makeup. Whereas now that I'm 28 um, and we're in 2022, I think I've worn it twice this year. So um Definitely take off your makeup before bed if you wear makeup. The second thing I had down there was being right doesn't matter. And this comes from something that I learned in some professional development I did. And it was this idea that anytime we argue, we are arguing to prove that we are right. But if you tell yourself, you know what, being right doesn't matter. Being right is not important to me. I do not value having to be right all the time. Then... You shouldn't really need to get into arguments, right? (laughs) The third thing I had done is you don't need formal qualifications to get you where you want to go in life. I love this one. I think this one is awesome. Something I've always believed in, you know, when I was in high school and teachers used to 
always tell us about choosing classes that'll get you accepted into university and university this and university that. It just never aligned with me. And I always felt like in a way I was dumber than everybody else or like there was something wrong with me because I just didn't feel the need to go to university. I'd already been at school at this time for only 12 years of my life. Um, But I already knew what I wanted to do and I knew that I didn't need a piece of paper to give me permission or the skills to do that. Yes, of course, some things, doctor, you've got to go to uni, you've got to spend the time and do the mahi there. So then, you know, um, if you're doing brain surgery on someone, you know exactly what to do and what not to do, of course. But in my case, starting out my career in media and going on to do all the things that I've done now, I still hands down stand by the fact that I did not need university for that. I've thought about studying and I might at some point, I'm quite interested in psychology, the human brain, why we do what we do. Um, That stuff is amazing. And you know, that's the things that I already help people with in my coaching practice. Um, But sometimes I do think it would be awesome to have an even bigger in-depth knowledge and understanding of that. So maybe one day, I feel like that to me is something, not a priority right now, I'm happy just to take action right now, but maybe in a few years time um, or a long amount of time, I then might decide I want some higher education and just go for it. So the next thing that we had, number four is things don't always happen on your expected timelines. I think this is such an important one. Anytime I think of this, I always think of an old friend of mine. She had this idea that she needed to travel, have a degree and be engaged by the time she turned 30. And there is nothing wrong with this. Of course, you can have that dream. But what I always felt was that it is really hard to put pressure on things like that that can be out of your control we all know for the past two years we haven't really been able to travel and so if that is a value that you hold really tight to your heart well you're going to struggle to be happy knowing that your timeline of doing xyz by a certain age isn't going to be hit right and that sucks so that's what made me think about the the lesson, I guess, of things don't always happen on your expected timelines. Number five is preparing your to-do list the night before makes for a great day. You know what? It absolutely does. And I think sometimes having two to-do lists is great. You've got your, this is the things I want to do today. And this is the things that throughout the day pop up into my mind. And I know that I need to do them at some point soon, but they're not a priority for today. I literally have one of those lists and I'm looking at it right now, but it's not my daily to-do list. Number six was everyone accepts and expresses love in different ways. I still love this, still wholeheartedly believe this. If you've heard of the book, The Five Love Languages, this book talks a lot about this concept and it really is so powerful to realize that while we all know that we're different, we don't all know exactly how we're different. And one of those ways is we can accept and express love in different ways to other people. So you might be really good and find appreciation and feel loved by telling your partner how much you love them. You use words of affirmation. That is 
a way that you express love. But what your partner might receive is they might actually feel the most loved by you when you are doing acts of service for them. So while you appreciate being told that you're loved, you then feel like you need to tell your partner you love them so that they can feel loved. But the reality is you're kind of talking in two different languages. So if you can figure that out, then you'll know yourself and others that little bit more. Number seven is your gene size is less than important. Now, I have to admit, at the time, that was really big for me and that was something that I was really content with. But now, three years on, it's kind of something that, um, in a way, it rears its head a little bit because (laughs) lately I have not been feeling feeling very comfortable in my jeans and these jeans are just high-waisted jeans right but the truth is I wasn't comfortable in them the second I bought them so I shouldn't have bought them but anyway what I mean is I have now re-decided that I don't care I just want to be comfortable and I want to feel good and to feel good you've got to buy clothes that make you feel good you can't be buying clothes that are smaller than what you are because you want to lose five kgs it's not good for you okay and it's not good to feel like you really want to put on those super pretty jeans that you bought and that you spent a lot of money on but you haven't lost the five kgs yet so they don't fit you still stuff that that is not cool right number eight always find slash make reasons to laugh who doesn't want to laugh but the reality is so many of us don't We don't make it a priority and we don't in our everyday lives have reasons to make us laugh. So yesterday, uh, my partner and I were just out in the lounge during our lunch break and um, the fire was going. It was so nice out there and I don't even know what it was we were talking about, but I just laughed so hard and while I was laughing, I realized, wow, this feels so good and I don't think I've done this in a little while. And so we just keep going and I kept laughing and it felt so good having a good old laugh. And what I also loved is that in that moment, my mind wasn't stressing about my to-do list. It was just present on the fact that I was happy and I was laughing. So if you can do that for yourself, how good. Number nine I have is your work family becomes your family. And in brackets, you better love where you work. This one is huge. And now I have got three more years worth of working experience from when I wrote this back on my 25th birthday. And I think it is so true. You better love where you work. You better love the the company culture and the values of the, you know, the organization as a whole. That's really important because there is nothing worse than not being happy in your workplace or with the people that you work with because you spend so much time there, right? Number 10 is learn from those who do the things they tell you to do instead of the people who preach but don't practice. So this one here really comes from, and and I actually love this one because it's 
it never gets old and no matter where you're at in your life, it will always be relevant. Learn from people who are doing the things, you know, they're not just preaching. They're not just telling you what to do and they're not doing it for themselves. So that's like me taking business advice from someone who doesn't even have their own business. It's not a smart idea, right? If that person who's giving you advice isn't living the life you want to live, don't take it. Let it go. It is not advice that you need to hear. Number 11, having a few close friends is better than lots of average friends. I used to be in a relationship with a guy who had so many, in bunny ears, friends all the time. And he would always talk about, oh, my best friend over here, my best friend over here, and my best friend over there. And I just remember thinking to myself, how, how can you have so many best friends? How can that many people know you so well and have your back and be there for you when you need it? Like there's not enough hours in the day to create that many best friend, like actual best friend friendships. But this guy was adamant that that's what he had. Whereas for me, I remember back when I was in my early 20s and I would cry on my bed because I felt like I had no real friends. Yeah, I had some friends, but they weren't, they weren't the ones that were there when I was down and when I needed some support. They weren't the ones who I could call on just to share or make time to catch up and prioritize. And it was sad. The, the reality of this, though, is that I had just moved to a new town. So, yes, I had friends in different cities. But what I didn't have is anyone around me at that time. And so why I love this one of have a few close friends, it's better than having lots of average friends is because your time really gets to be spent with those who you know and you love so much rather than if you've got so many friends, your time is going to be split across all of these friendships that most likely are superficial ones and that are just surface level. And I honestly couldn't think of anything worse than that. So number 12, get off your phone. The world is going on around you. Yes, it is. And yes, Janelle, get off your phone. (laughs) Wow. 25-year-old me was quite smart. Um, I've recently started trying not to check my notifications when I wake up in the morning. I'm trying to get out of bed and go and do my sort of morning routine um, and just be with myself for, you know, at least 30 minutes before I jump into the online sphere and read notifications. Um, And that's going really well. But I definitely think getting off our phones is good. I went away on the weekend and then the weekend, um, two weekends before that, I was also away excuse me, and being away out of reception, doing things that make you feel good in the real world, honestly, so, so good for your mental health, right? Number 13, time is more important than money, but money 
can give you time. This one is a big one because people like to say that money doesn't create happiness. And I'm not saying that money is the only thing that create can that can create happiness. But money can give you freedom. Money can give you opportunities, right? Money can give you time. But if you don't have money, then you will always be trading your time for money just to survive and just to get by. And there is more to life than that. The next one. Always make time to check in on those around you. You never know what they're going through. This one is really true still to this day. I feel like every single one of these is, you know, true to this day and it's going to be true for my whole life. But this year, I have had three friends who have all gone through tough times in their relationships. And these struggles were happening anyway. It wasn't until I checked in and asked those questions like how are you how are you really I haven't spoken to you in so long that they shared what was going on for them and if I hadn't have taken that time to check in with those beautiful people that I love so much I wouldn't know and I wouldn't be able to help them or support them through the tough times that they are having number 15 is make an effort to talk to strangers. You never know what you'll learn from them. This one is probably something I haven't done lately. I used to do it all the time. You know, I used to always take an opportunity to talk to strangers, but it would quite often be when I was traveling, I'm that annoying person on the airplane that talks to the person beside me and they're like, can you please shut up? I just wanted to listen to my podcast or I just wanted to read my Kyoto magazine. And now I've got this crazy girl sitting beside me talking to me. I even told one guy (laughs) once on an airplane, He had two young girls. I told this guy that he should treat his young girls to dessert for breakfast. And I don't know if he did, but he did laugh. He thought it was quite funny. And um, it's something that I think is amazing, dessert for breakfast. So I like to tell myself that he took that advice and he went and treated his girls to dessert for breakfast. But who knows? I know that if he had have done it, they would not have forgotten it. And it would be a dream come true for them. And that is a conversation that I had with a stranger. (laughs) Number 16 is don't always do the things that are bad for you. But do them enough to know that they are bad in the first place. Now I can't remember why I specifically wrote this one down. You know what it was that I was doing that was bad. Um, But yeah I love the idea of testing your boundaries and your limits. Um preferably in legal ways (laughs) but you know I guess sometimes you never know what's going to happen Um, but to me what that's saying is get out of your comfort zone right test yourself try things that you know you wouldn't normally do because you can learn a lot from them and number 17 is do the things that scare you Sorry, I take that back. 17 is doing the things that scare you motivates those around you to do the same with their fears. Hands down, this one is huge. 
every single person is scared. We don't all have it all put together. We don't all know what we want from life. And we're scared. But when we see somebody else who's leaning into their fears and trying new things, that gives us a little bit of faith and a little bit of belief that we can do it too. Number 18. When you're nervous in front of crowds, remind yourself that you're doing what the audience is too scared to do. This is a huge one. I know so many ladies who are scared of public speaking. And it's like this story that you just tell yourself on repeat, I'm scared of public speaking. I can't public speak. I'm, I'm so afraid of public speaking. Imagine if you didn't affirm for yourself that you were scared. Imagine if all you did instead was told yourself, you know what, I'm doing the thing that the people sitting in this audience are too scared to do. Because you have courage and you can do it. So many people are scared of public speaking. So many. Which is okay. But why not test yourself? You know, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Number 19. Okay, I, I just have to say, we, we are getting through this. There is only six more left of the 25 lessons that I had learned, apparently. By the time I was 25, I'm now 28, three years on. And we're doing a little reflection on <laughs> these lessons. Number 19 is love with your heart on your sleeve and you'll always know you tried your best. I love this one and I know why I, write this, why I wrote this one. I wrote this one because when I was 25 years old, I was in a relationship and I was in a relationship with a guy who he did the best he could, but I did not feel completely loved in that relationship and I... Instead of walking away, I decided to dig in and to stay and to make it work. And the reason why I did that is because I had told myself in my head that I had been in too many relationships and that I couldn't begin anymore because the people around me would think that I was a joke because of how many boyfriends I'd had. So I told myself that this one, this has to, this has to work. But I knew in my gut that I wasn't happy. So when I wrote number 19, love with your heart on your sleeve and you'll always know you tried your best, was because I thought, you know what, at the end of the day, if this doesn't work, I did try my best, which I did do and it didn't last. I think we were together for two years um, and then we broke up and I still know looking back that I, yeah, definitely loved with my heart on my sleeve, but you know what would have been more courageous of me? would have been to walk away after 10 months like what my gut told me to do and I was too scared but hey that is life and we all have lessons to learn number 20 people are just people no matter their color culture or anything and I feel like I want to add more to this is that we all have our own versions of what's right and what's wrong and what's good for us and what's not good for us. And we have no right to judge or to criticize others for what they do with their lives. Number 21, 
You have a mission on this earth. Find it and live it. This is probably one of my favorite ones so far. I believe this so deeply. We have something that we were brought here to do and we might not know it straight away. We might have to die and come back, have a few different lives before we actually get to live this mission. That's okay, you know, that's right. The point is, if we have that fire in our belly and if you feel like you have this thing stirring up inside of you, I would say that that is your mission. And you now have to trust and believe in yourself and be brave and make it happen. For me, I believe that my mission is to help people, to help you figure out what your mission is, to help you then believe in yourself so that you can go out and do it. Because imagine if I could help, let's say, 100 women to do that for themselves, to figure out their mission, to believe in themselves enough to go ahead and to live out that mission, how many other people and how many others' lives would have changed by the impact of those 100 people living their mission? I think we would be in the thousands of lives changed. Number 22 is push yourself enough to be proud, but know when you need to rest. This one has been massive for me. The past few months, I have just felt absolutely exhausted. And it comes down to so many things. One of them particularly, I think, is stress. So when I say push yourself enough to be proud, but know when you need to, be, know when you need to rest, that is massively important because we as humans cannot go, 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 go all day. We are human beings, not human beings doings okay number 23 is leave the past in the past it's not important and it won't help you now so true very powerful number 24 you're the one who has to live your life day in and day out so make sure you love it absolutely if you are doing or living a life that you don't love because you feel like you have to. You don't want to let your parents down. You don't want to let your children down. What about letting yourself down? You're the only one who has to stay in this body. Who has to hear the sounds and feel the feelings when you're not doing or when you're not in alignment with your truth. And that sucks. I felt that way so many times in my life. But it's up to you. You're the only one who can change it. And number 25 on my list of 25 lessons learned at the age of 25 is get out of your own way. This one's huge. I think we love to complicate things and we love to overanalyze our lives it's almost like we can't just 
let ourselves be happy we can't just let ourselves has have what we want we have to make it more difficult and I feel like that's down to our conditioning it's what we've seen as we've grown up you know whether that's from our parents or our family or our friends or whether that's from the movies that we watch and the societal things around us we just sometimes get in our own way but instead we need to focus on getting out of our own way So there you have it, beautiful lady. That is the reflection on the list of 25 lessons that I, Janelle Hosking, had learned by the age of 25. I hope that some of those things are or have been valuable to you. It is really interesting as you get, you know, a year older every single year to reflect and and ask yourself how different you are. So what I actually did when I was planning this episode is I knew that I wanted to reflect on this list of 25 lessons learned. But before I reflected on that, I wanted to write myself a new list of new, it's not even lessons learned anymore, it's more a new list of reminders. So before we go, before we cut off this episode, I'm going to read you this list of reminders. Honestly, I tried to make a list of 28 things at 28, but I just don't have 28 things. I don't even know how I found these 25 things, you know? So right now, what we just did was reflected on my past list that I wrote three years ago, and now I'm sharing with you my new list, which I definitely haven't overanalyzed. I only spent uh, maybe 15 minutes writing this as we were coming back from our weekend away last week. First thing, the universe is always listening. Everything you say out loud is being heard by someone or something out there. And what this makes me think of is when you're trying to get into manifestation or attracting things into your life that you really, really desire, you don't want to be saying the opposite out in the world you know I I try to never say things out loud like I don't have money because if you're telling the universe that you don't have money you're just going to keep not having money make sense (laughs) the next thing is everyone is a mirror of you if you can live your life like the people around you everyone that you engage with is a mirror of you, if there is something about them that you don't like, if there is something that they do that frustrates you, there is a part of you inside yourself that is out of misalignment and that is why it is getting to you. The next thing, focus on believing in yourself and everything else will come. 2022 has been a massive five months for me for getting to the point where I wholeheartedly believe in myself enough to create the future that I want. Now, that is for a future episode, but just um, keep an eye out (laughs) for that because I've got some pretty exciting news to share with you very shortly. The next thing is you can't control others. Like I said in my list of 25 things, we all have our own differences, our own ways of being, and that can't be controlled by any one person next thing is wear the comfy clothes I live out on a lifestyle block now 
it is very chilly where I live so I spend more time wearing comfortable like hunting and fishing track pants and thermals than I do any other item of clothing that I have so I think for me wearing the comfy clothes is just do what makes you feel good which is what I talked about before with the jeans but then the next point that I've made is dress up now and then to make yourself feel even better And how nice is it to put on a skirt or to put on a dress sometimes, to do your hair, sometimes even to put on makeup. It does feel good. The next thing, more money from the wrong source won't make you happy. What I mean by this is if you're in a job that you don't love, you really want to quit and then you get offered a pay rise and you think that that will solve your problems so you take the pay rise and you stay, the reality is, It's not going to change a thing apart from you'll have a little bit more money in your bank account each week, but you will most likely hate the job even more. The next thing is find a way to do more of the thing that you can spend all day doing without realizing how much time has passed. I would say that is like me with this podcast. (laughs) I could spend all day recording and I would still have so much energy. The next thing, your external state is a reflection of your internal state. So this could be a variety of things, but what I mean by this is you know that I'm a bit stressed out or you know that I've got too much going on. If there is washing all over my floor, probably a mix of clean and dirty. If my office desk is a mess, And if my lounge or my kitchen have things thrown everywhere and dishes not clean, that to me is an exact reflection of my internal state if my outer world is a little bit upside down. Next thing, unpack your bag as soon as you get home from a trip. And this was relevant because I've been traveling quite a lot for work lately. And this week in particular, I did not take this advice And now, four days after getting home, I finally unpacked my bag. And I'm thinking, why did I not just do this? Literally the second I got home. It would have been so much better. Okay, just a couple more on this list. Trust your gut. It may be difficult to hear, but she knows what is best for you. Right? Trusting your gut is huge. We actually did a circle about this this week, all to do with... um, trusting your gut and like going with the flow of your your gut and your heart you know very very powerful stuff the fear that you're feeling doesn't have to be a bad or scary thing you can turn it into excitement obviously there are dangers out there in the world and there are things to be scared of and reasons to be scared But a lot of the time, it's just what we tell ourselves. There's no real fear. Just like what I said before about the public speaking. You can turn that feeling of fear into excitement. And all you have to do is tell yourself that you're excited. And it really works. So that is it. That new list is so much shorter than my 25 lessons learned at 25. But I think it's all really valuable stuff. To be fair, all of it's good. You know, by the time I'm 40, God only knows how much wisdom I'll have to share with you ladies. (laughs) 
Anyway, that is this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, beautiful. I would love to hear what you thought of it. Please send me a message on Instagram, girlsget underscore HQ. I really, really look forward to talking to you there and I will catch you back here next week.